Hi, I'm Stephanie Winston Walcott, the former founding fashion director of Lincoln Center, as well as former fashion events director at Vogue magazine. I'm also the author of Melania and Me, The Rise and Fall of My Friendship with the First Lady. Today on the show, we're going to speak about the Trump family beyond politics, the Trump Stepford wives and their real agendas, and the power behind the curtain, as well as Melania Trump's green jacket and the real meaning behind it, and what lies behind all of these Trump family members. Welcome back to my uh, fabulous conversation, this delicious episode of Curiosity Bites. Um, as we've been, we're now in the third part of this show, uh, our guest is Stephanie Winston Walcoff. She is, uh, she of course was the person who uh, organized and designed and put all the inauguration together. She has gone through a legal battle uh, with the Trump organization and was accused and uh, has been brought into court around around a bunch of other things, has, has been uh, asked to give evidence around things that are beyond the inauguration, beyond the, uh, the funds. And there's a, a lot bigger picture here. Now, of course, her book is called Melania and Me, um, because she, they were friends, and uh, we talked about how that turned out and what that was really all about. There's a bigger picture here, though, and I, I want to go into that right now because I think it's important for all of us to understand. Um, as we record this, it's in quite short succession from uh, what happened at the Capitol uh, in the beginning of January of 2021, uh, the really the siege of the Capitol. Uh, people died in the process of it. And it seems like, uh, well, certainly Donald was pretty quiet afterwards. Uh, he was not so quiet before, but not. he was pretty quiet afterwards. But it seems like a lot of them have gone, you know, they've gone on mute mode. And in many ways, it's about dropping the right line at the right time based on an image, based on something that's trying, they're trying to get across. And I've often said, that whatever you think of Donald, you you have to realize. Uh, uh, my one of my points was, some of my friends said, "Oh, you know, Donald Trump was originally elected by racists and and, and uh, white supremacists and all that kind of thing." And I said, "No, he wasn't. He was not." And they said, "What do you mean?" And I, I said, "He was not. He was voted in by the same people who voted in Obama." And they go, "What do you mean?" People wanted something different. They wanted change. Yes, we can. You know, the voice of hope was Obama. That didn't happen because Obama was a corporate Democrat. Now, did I like Obama? Yes. Did I, if I was an American, would I have voted for him? Yes. Uh, did I cry when he was inaugurated? I did because he was a man of color and he was intelligent. And that was a bit different than, than W. So that was great, but nothing really changed because he was a corporate Democrat. And the problem is there was a lot of Americans who did not have a voice and did not feel represented um, who voted for Obama and then realized, yeah, that didn't work. So they wanted something different. Along came my, this is my judgment, along came a shyster uh, with the biggest con in the world. I was born, you know, the person saying, Basically, I was born with a gold spoon, not a silver spoon in my mouth, and I can represent you. I know the common man. I know the good people, 
right? Um, and people believed that and went, yes, because you're not a politician and you're a businessman, you probably can. And I think a lot of people voted for that. But in many ways, that con that was pulled on the American people is part of a bigger con. There are things going on in the background that people don't know. And part of that that I want to address here, and I know because you had insight on the, you were on the inside, is these women like Melania, like Ivanka, in many ways look like Stepford wives. You know, um, uh, Junior's new girlfriend, who is Gavin Newsom's ex-wife, she doesn't look so much like one. She must look like, more like she might have worked at a place with a pole in the middle of the room. However, that's my judgment. <laughs> um, um, however, these women look like Stepford wives, but there's, there's a lot more going on there. You were there with Melania, but you know there was other stuff going on. Talk us into a little bit of the being being a being a woman in that world and seeing what the, the strings that were being pulled. Well, there's so much palace intrigue between Milani and Ivanka. Mm -hmm. There truly is so much friction, um, suspicion. Mm -hmm. um, between the two of them and they're always angling uh without you know ever showing the world who they really are this is if you were to take these two women and actually do a psychology study on them dov which i'm sure you have, have <laughs> and are doing um as you you know so they are the the stepford wives mm -hmm. and these are women that are representative of women that of women of the past who would say nothing look beautiful prepare dinner you know just be there to be there and look beautiful ivanka represents so much to so many because she has a um a wreath uh, what's the word i'm looking for an earthy Aura. like a an aura, thank you. She has an aura around her that um, people are attracted to. Mm -hmm. She, and so does Melania. Mm -hmm. But they are both, and I've said this several times, I, 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 I've I, said, you know, jokingly after the Christmas card that Melania is Donald in a tux, but Ivanka really is Donald in a suit. Right. Ivanka is her father. Yes. And Jared is her um psychic i mean it's machiavellian it's it's frightening actually what they are capable of um and the control that they have over what is happening in the white house and people are not aware of the power of um ivanka and jared and how much our country um unfortunately has had to suffer due to them moving to washington when he did and that uh, we would not be, or I do not believe we would not be in the same position we are today with Donald still elected as president mm -hmm. had Ivanka and Jared not gotten involved. So on the surface of it, you know, uh, the mannequin. Uh, Thank you. That's actually, that is exactly what it is. It's a vacuous, it's, they are vacuous women they are mannequins and they right. fit that perfect description. And Jared looks like a Ken doll. Yes. To me. So 
on the surface of it, you know, here's this guy not qualified and she's not qualified in these positions of extreme power. Um, and, you know, uh, Jared gets 46 jobs, you know, uh, including bringing peace to the Middle East. And on the surface of it, that looks like he pulled it off. What's the what's the backstory? Because I know you have inside track on that one. I think I could just say that, you know, Jared is the perfect puppet. Right. And there are puppeteers behind all of this. And the Trump family is really just the show. It's like a circus, right? It's it, it, it's 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 you know, PT Barnum has brought the best circus to town, mm -hmm. and Donald and his family are your front show and there are all these side shows going on with the women and everyone's supposed to be looking at what's right in front of them but what's really important is what's going on backstage where all the animals are getting beaten and slaughtered and everything the real things are taking place that no one's paying attention to that matters most and so here they do not have the experience nor the knowledge nor the depth to even understand what our country or world needs so the people that do are in control of what's happening today and are doing and benefiting what is ever best for them. So when you say that that certain people or friends have told you that, oh no, those type of people didn't vote for Trump. Of course they did. C-level executives, CEOs, some of the most incredibly well-financed, highly intelligent people have voted for the Trump family because they knew they were going to do what was in the best interest for the richest, wealthiest 0.01% of America. And that is really unfortunate because nobody has a fair shake. Nobody will ever get a fair chance because they have infiltrated our system of government, our system of democracy and their mm -hmm. infrastructure that they've incorporated that within this is something that will take time to break up. Um, but again, they know what's going on every step of the way. And so what we see in the front of this incredible, you know, peace show. treaties and show, um, again, do, does everyone really think that Jared Kushner was capable of doing that? Well, this is, I mean, but you have to remember, this is the story people are being told. And we're living in a world where people are told a story and then they're retold the story and they're retold the story. And what, you know, if you say, you know, um, this person's a criminal enough, you know, i.e. Stephanie, right. and, and, you know, and you put it on, on the front of the newspaper, people go, oh, she must be a criminal, right? right. Even that's though that's not who you are. So if we're told Jared brought peace to the Middle East and brought Israel uh, and uh, the Saudis together, woo, okay, and now they're talking to each other, then people believe it was Jared. What's the truth? Like I, I want, I want people to get because here's what, here's why I wanted to get to it. Because Trump and all the other, some many of the loons behind him are talking about deep state. Now, people don't know this much about me because I don't usually talk about this. But I was very, I spent a lot of time studying that stuff and spoke about it back in '89, like way back. And I think a lot of the powers that be don't exist on the surface. They are the puppeteers, as you talked about. And it's interesting that Donald's thing was like pulling down the deep state and getting rid of the deep state. 
But the truth of the matter is, if there is a deep state in the way that we think about it, Donald is the puppet of the deep state. As much as you might think he's a dick, or you might think that you know he doesn't give a shit, or any of the things that we could talk about, he's still a puppet of the deep state, and in many ways, the best puppet because he's ego driven. And so all you have to say is you're wonderful, and you go, okay, I'll do this. Am I nuts, or is that it? No, that's it. And if you actually really think about it, you know, the false narrative is, you know, what John, what Donald is capable of done, what he's done is constantly called fake news, fake news, fake news. What's more important is the false narrative, the lies that are being told over and over and over. And like me, who didn't know anything about politics before I got into it, I've learned that you do need to know everything you possibly can and to educate yourself. And that is a huge thing that I've taught my three children since then is it's not okay not to know. Yeah. And it's not okay to just listen to one side. Mm -hmm. And again, most people don't take the time, nor do they have the time. A lot of people don't have the interest to understand both sides of a story because we know there's always actually three sides to the story, yep. his side, her side, and the truth. Mm -hmm. So even if it's for 10 minutes a day, people need to listen to CNN and listen to Fox and yep. then make your yep. own judgment. But don't just listen to what Donald Trump is telling you because it is brainwash. And it is something that you're going to hear like you spoke about, which you've studied and which you know best about, which is that cultish behavior. Yep. Now, as far as deep state and, and, and the institution of deep state, I think no matter what um, government, no matter who's running, whatever, whoever the president is, there's always going to be some type of, um, you know, ability for them to take advantage of the system. And they will, right? Hmm. People, these people, the politicians, unfortunately, do what they want because they are given the power to do so and there are not enough um you know checks in place and balances to make sure that they get that they don't get away with that unfortunately what we have here in this administration is just a group of individuals a family donald trump melania trump ivanka trump jared kushner who are and do not let me not forget donald trump jr Eric Trump and Kimberly Guilfoyle and Laura Trump. Okay, this is this is the family dynamic. They are a close-knit group. They believe in whatever Donald says and does is what they are going to follow and do because they are enlisted in a military coup where they're going to make sure that everybody believes in what they are saying. Now, if you take into perspective who those people are that have been advising Donald from the very beginning. You talk about Roger Stone, people like that. Yes. If you take right. into consideration those people and the way they view the world, you know, there's Roger Stone, there's Rick Gates, there's Paul Manafort, there's Tom Barrick, there's, um, you know, Eric Prince, there's, I mean, I, the list goes on and on. Sure. So these are people who have been in each part of the world and have developed their own relationships. And that is the only way for doors to open or for people to make introductions and that these people have made introductions, Michael Flynn. I mean, so it's a matter of what side are you on? Are you on the side where you want to embrace it and, 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 and all you care about is yourself and the wealth that it's going to bring you? Or do you want to actually expose it and, and you know tell the truth of why um, we are in the position that we're in today as America, where our democracy was, is, was nearly destroyed. And 
you know, um, for me, telling the truth was so important um, because of what I witnessed. And being in the room with these individuals showed me that they are capable of um, pulling any and every string possible because they've spent the last, you know, 40 years building these relationships globally to enable what's happening around us. Donald genuinely brought together some of the most experienced people, not people in, in, that are in government that actually have experienced the right way of doing things, mm -hmm. but the way he does things, the way of he does business, the mob way of doing business. It's my way or no way. And that's the way that these people are working together. So in many ways, again, I'm going to put words in your mouth, but I, I want you can certainly say I'm wrong. It sounds like a crime family. It, it sounds sound like a mafia like family. Yes. So, and, and part of the reason I'm saying that is because you said, you know, you, you feared ended up in the river, right? Which is right. a sort of crime family mentality. Um, and you talked about being in the room with these people. Um, and, and I don't know how far you're at liberty to say, what was your experience of any one of those people as an individual versus maybe what we are given, what we see, what we perceive, you know, of any one of those. Can you say anything about any of that legally? I don't want to put you in a, in hot water. Yeah. Well, as you know, I'm involved in several investigations. I do. That's why I'm and, saying that. And, and I, and I appreciate you for, for, thank you so much, Don, for respecting that. But I think it is also important to ask that question because the deceit and deception is so deep mm -hmm. that, um, no matter how smart you think you are, no matter what you think you know or don't know, the level of these individuals' ability to think around you, above you, through you, underneath you, they will circle, they will do flips around you, Dav, mm -hmm. in ways that you can't even imagine because their interest is not what's in our best interest. And so in the room, you know, is 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 actually um, one of the hardest things that I had to experience and, and mm -hmm. one of the worst things I've ever experienced. So when I say I wish I'd never met Melania, or I wish I'd never known her, it's not just her, right? The betrayal isn't just her. It's the weight on my shoulders of what I know, what I experienced, and what I had to be witness to. Um, and now I have to be engaged for, you know, for the last four years of my life, spending millions of my own money mm -hmm. to protect myself. Um, when in fact, I was just someone watching all of this, keeping track of all of this and sharing all of this with the uh, prosecutors. So, you know, it's, um, I don't think I answered your question properly. Well, I just wanted to know if you could, if there's, you know, if there's a single perception of a person that like, so like, so for instance, Eric is portrayed as the, as the dumbass, right? right? Um, I don't know that that's true or not true. I've never met him. Um, you know, um, Donald Jr. is a loud mouth and, you know, um, and walking in his dad's shoes. Um, and, you know, is, is, seems to be in the cult. 
what the interesting thing for me as about and again back to cult mentality is because uh we know that from his mother's uh original book when they separated that she talked about donald raping her and we know that don jr did not talk to his dad for i think three or four years afterwards because of that and now you know his dad can do no wrong that seems cultish to me mm-hmm. um uh, I, again, the, you know, the, the uh, mannequin that is Ivanka that I think is very dark, personally, it's my judgment, very dark individual psychologically and only as dark as uh, perfectly matched from a position of uh, how they can work together with Jared, um, who don't give a flying hoop about anybody or anything. Um, they're part of the family, the crime family, the cult, whatever you want to call it. Um, but their agenda is not American. Their agenda is not even, I think their agenda, I think they are more potentially more dangerous than Donald. I think that they are, they're far more ruthless potentially. And as I said to you earlier, I think that they will, I think that Ivanka will run on her pretty face, on her smile, which everything is manufactured. Even her voice is different than it was 10 years ago because she went, oh, I got to change this, right? Yes. So to all of that, as you described the boys, let's touch on Ivanka a little further. Yeah. The evil is it, it is skin deep, right? It, it, it's so deep. It's, it's, she's, at least the boys are who the boys are. They've now shown their true colors. They are who they are, as you said. But Ivanka is filled with this sinister side that is um, portrayed as this beautiful woman who speaks so eloquently and who's so intellectually, you know, has the fortitude to, you know, bring forth this, none of that is real. But that's what makes it even scarier is, is that, she knows that, but none of the people that follow her do. They are more, as a couple, Ivanka and Jared, more un-American than anything. And you brought this point up and it actually resonated with me when you just said that because America is about bringing people together. America mm-hmm. is about embracing inequality and differences and making sure that you know we recognize that people need to be equal in all right they want to make sure that the wall they've built around America is what keeps them in power. Mm-hmm. And the un-American way is to do what they've done internationally. Think about what they've done to our allies. The only people that we are close to are the people Ivanka and Jared want us to be close to, right? So, and who are those people? And what role did they play within the administration? I mean, those are the things people need to start looking at. You know, from day one, NATO was, ooh, no, you know, cutting it off at the head. But why? So I think that it's important that people who are much intellectually much smarter than I am politically and everything else look, begin to take a step back and look at the companies and the reasons for which we as an American uh, run democracy is turning into an authoritarian country run by this maniac whose children have the same exact uh, DNA that he does, but that Ivanka, hers runs through her bloods and her veins so deep 
And she is capable of so much worse because of how she looks. She is not the woman that she is portrayed to be and neither is Melania. And that is why I had to expose who Melania was behind that face and that there is no mystique, right? What I did is I cracked the nut. I cracked mm. the shell of something that everyone believed was a supermodel, spoke five languages, attended all of these, you know, was ambassador and art. Think about it. Right. They create their own narrative. They created her own um, resume. But what part of that resume is actually true? Because it's only things that have been repeated, repeated, repeated in every article that you've ever seen or written. Right. So does she speak multiple languages? Well, um, I've never heard her speak any other language but Slovenian and American. And again, like I do, you know, um, explain in the book, Hervé Pierre, his native, you know, his, his natural tongue is, is French and I've never saw them speak, you know, any other language but English. Um, so that is, um, I think, really important for people to understand when they do read the book that I show you the, um, I don't tell you, yeah. I just show you exactly what happened around me. And that's how I've explained the scenario. So it shows you how Ivanka treated Milan. It shows you how Ivanka, how Ivanka tried to usurp every duty that the first lady had. It also shows you where their personal interests lie. Mm -hmm. And in the 69 days, since we're now leading up to the presidential inauguration, in the 69 days of the book, people need to take a closer look at all the breadcrumbs that are scattered across those pages. Yes. That I because every day leading up to the inauguration, something took place that was questionable to me yes. and that incorporated individuals that are, are um, those individuals that are across the news channels every single day, whether they've been indicted, whether they're being subpoenaed, whether they've been pardoned. Mm. Um, there's a lot of um, detail that I wasn't allowed to get into, but because of the NDAs and because of the of, of the you know the um, of the of the Legal ongoing process. investigations, yes, yeah. because of the investigations ongoing. But but there's so much that is there. So these legal um, investigations that are going on today, um, and I know that, like I said, yeah, I know you've been subpoenaed. I know you've been giving evidence. Uh, you and I had talked about different times when you've been. You know, we were supposed to have a chat and then you're like, oh, I got to go meet with the lawyers or whatever it is. Um, do you, because there's, I mean, also part of it is the, you know, uh, the, uh, I mean, he's owned a lot of the agencies now, um, you know, has managed to, to get his uh, manipulation into there too. Do you see it going anywhere? You know, I mean, because you are right inside, you're in New York. Um, I know the the New York, uh, the New York are af after him too. And of course, as we speak about this, you know, it's not only cancellation of all the social media, but the Deutsche Bank, who he owned 450 billion to, or some crazy amount of money to, um, they're calling on the uh, New York City has canceled its agreements. Do you think? First of all, do you think the legal side is going anywhere? I do believe that the legal side will end up going somewhere. Oh. I do have finally have some hope. I think Donald um, broke through his um, 
his his ability to contain himself as much as he could. He believed he could take it one step further. Um, I don't even think he had any intention of doing what he did um, over the last, I would say, three weeks and citing such um, an insurrection and so much violence, but he got ahead of himself. And what it did is it's destroyed him personally and financially. And it's brought his family under so much more scrutiny and so much more investigations. And it's opened up the investigations that are actually ongoing into really taking a deeper look into um, the areas that you've just spoken about, about the contracts that have now been taken away from him. Yeah, They're because in trouble. That they're in trouble. Yeah. They, I, they're in trouble. But there are still those people that are going to rise up and continue to follow him and believe in him. And that's what we all have to make sure that people understand the difference between what Donald is saying and the truth. But again, Steph, I know I come to um, in a cult. I know. The the lies of the cult leader are the truth and the truth is a lie therefore um he goes to jail he's martyred um you know and that that group rises up even more um you know i i personally don't think that donald trump in any way shape or form thought that he would be initially originally um, at the catalytic point of a of a uh, potential uh, civil war, I don't think he had that in mind. My belief, and it's not the truth. My belief is that he went. This is a massive branding opportunity for the for the Trump brand. I will build that brand. I will lie anything I need to do. I will steal the microphone and make it about me or about how good we are, and I'll build the brand and. And I think as a result of, uh, and I had said, I definitely thought he was going to get two runs until the pandemic. And then the pandemic and the other things that have come up, uh, including Stop the Steal, has really, you know, because of his own ego and, and that being so fragile, that that is what's brought this about. And, you know, when one's ego rules the show, eventually the ego will destroy itself. It's self-destructive. And it looks to me like that's where it's gone. Well, you're the honestly you've spoken like a genius and spoken as an expert just now, honestly, no, really. And the, what you just said is, you know, I think going back to um, the importance of teaching from a very young age, it's Donald never learned that it's about it's not about, you know, it's about how it's, it's not about whether you win or lose. It's about how you play the game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we need people to understand the importance of we're all going to win and lose in life. And at the end, it is about, um, you know, how you got there and um, the morals and ethics. And I'm still believing values like that. And I, and I will instill that in my children. And I hope for decades to come and generations to come that that is what will happen. Unfortunately, Donald is, as you said, win at all costs, no matter yep. what it takes, lie, steal, cheat, no matter what. Yep. And yes, those people will continue to, and you're right as a martyr, I never even thought of it that way. You are right. And it is a very, very frightening thought. And we are in the middle of that. And did he 
expected us to know. We know he started out as a branding uh, exercise for him. I mean, it was all about how do I license more hotels and license my name? Yep. We're not there anymore. No. Fascinating, truly fascinating. We're at the end of this section. We're going to come back uh, in, a, in a moment or two, and I hope that you, the audience, will stay with us uh, as we dive deeper into this. I mean, I want to thank you, Stephanie, uh, for taking the time to be with us. It, it is sincerely intriguing, and uh, there's a lot... There's a lot more to go. We're, we're probably not going to get to cover everything. And I know that this is probably the longest interview you've gotten to give, but um, I, I do want to come back and there is more to go. So please stay with us and stay curious, my friends. Stay curious. We'll see you on the next episode.